conversations with friends. Good evening, welcome. Conversations with friends, season two, episode four. Uh, beautiful Sunday night, and it's 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 kind of cold where I'm at. I've been cold for four days, but that's neither here nor there. Tonight we have Elliot is joining us, as well as King Atterbury. Um, so let me ask, let me ask my uh, co-host, how you doing, Melodic? Hello, hello. How's everything? Everything is good. How's everything with you, sir? Everything, everything was good. Um, like I said, like uh, I said, it's been cold. I've been cold for four days. I haven't been able to shake it. I'm actually, when I sit where I'm sitting, I'm actually right in front of the heat, and it's still not helping. So, oh wow, you know, Jeez. but um, a lot going on. How you doing, King Atterbury and Elliot? How y'all brothers doing? Hey, I'm chilling. I'm happy to be here. You know what I mean? Or King Atterbury. How, how, Elliot, you had a you had a eventful uh, yesterday, right? Yesterday and Friday, man, it's really been a grind time with the performing and uh, the promotion. Um, Nick just you know showed her book. This is like the proof of the, of the new one that's gonna be out here mm-hmm. um, around February, like right around the time of my birthday. Um, it's called "The World As I See It." Nice. My third manuscript uh, of poetry. I'm gonna be re-releasing my first two. As well, um, the long way home, and the execution revolution. So I'm just really heavy in the uh, the grinding, the performing. Uh, my girlfriend, she just had a dope, dope performance last night. Yes. NJ Pack, uh, speech from Arrested Development, Black Thought. Uh, Most Def came out, performed. Uh, Do it all, Lords of the Underground, Nikki Giovanni, yes. Last Poets. So, uh, it was just a beautiful, beautiful happening, beautiful people. It was it drained everybody and left us without an ounce of energy to spare, but it was well worth the uh the energy expenditure, you know. So I'm just Great. happy and ready to get these next uh, couple of months. If, mind, if, if your mom asked me, when's your birthday in February? What day? Uh the fifteenth. Interesting, interesting. We'll talk about that a little later. Um, Congratulations. King, what's going on with you? I'm just chilling, man. You know, say I'm waiting to get these projects launched off before the end of the month. And there's going to be some spectacular business going on, man. You know what I mean? Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. You know, um, one of the things that I always talk about is the winter. The winter always seems slow. But for some reason, it don't. The winter for me don't start till after Thanksgiving until New Year's. It's like the slowest time of the year. Those uh, forty days, it seems like. Uh, so I'm glad everybody is having a great week. So tonight's episode is toxic friendships. Oh, uh, toxic friendships slash relationships slash relations. Toxic friendships slash relationships. Um, very very interesting topic, and I think that when anybody is anybody that knows how to self-critique themselves would, would, would realize that we may have have that, been in that, or be that, and have been that. 
So, Melodic, if you don't mind, um, would you like to tell us what what the definition is? Yes, let's define it. Let's define a toxic relationship. A toxic relationship is one that makes you feel unsupported, misunderstood, demeaned, or attacked. A relationship is toxic when you're being threatened in some way, whether it's emotionally, physically, psychologically. Not to mention the fact that toxic relationships always involve both individuals. So it's a, it's like you feed off of each other. It's really Go ahead. Go ahead, Elliot. Oh no, I was just I just threw that in. It's a give and take that you can be the person being victimized in the situation, but if you're not standing up for yourself, if you're allowing it, then you're a willing participant in the mistreatment. Mm. Facts. You you have to be the you know the person that identifies, okay, this is what's happening to me. And you know what am I going to do about it? You know, right. if you don't, then you will participate. Agreed. And toxic communication and toxic behavior patterns can actually corrode and and crack the foundation of any relationship. I, um, it's interesting. I mean, I think everybody. Uh, I speak for me. I've been in that situation before. Um, no one talk to me. A toxic, a toxic friendship or relationship shows uh, how fragile the foundation really is. I believe that uh, the foundation sometimes don't be what what I, I'm gonna just use me for example. I thought the foundation on a on a friendship was more solid and understanding than it really was. Mm-hmm. And it took something very small to destroy. And it made me realize, like, yo, it was toxic from the door. It was toxic. And I just probably just was too naive to look at certain situations mm. and be like, oh, well, these were the, t-. as we say, we could always see hindsight is always twenty twenty. So I didn't see the signs. Then when I started realizing, like, I was looking at all these signs, all this bullshit that was going on prior because it really didn't affect me per se. Right. Because their toxicity was dealt towards other people. Right. And even in this instance, I literally didn't have anything to do with it. But um I, I, I was collateral damage. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I was collateral damage. And and you know it's it, it's funny, right? Because um the co host, she knows she knows a little bit about the situation. And I was thinking about the situation today. And I was thinking like, yo, I was going to talk about it. But, you know, for me, you know, you guys, are, you guys are poets. You guys have a, um, an art form where you guys are expressing yourselves. But I was thinking about the situation and other situations that I've been in since I've been doing podcasting. And people that i know that i grew up with looking at me different Mm. because i have a platform and thinking that i would attack them 
not realizing I would never personally attack anybody. The platform, in my opinion, is too precious to do that. Right. However, tied with, with this situation, having nothing to do with nothing, minding my business, another mutual friend like, yo, maybe you should try to figure out what's going on. And I actually said like, yo, you sure? Because I know how it's going to turn out. I didn't realize I was going to be collateral damage. And it's like, you know what? At this point, it is what it is. I'm not at our age, at my age and what we've seen in the last couple of years, definitely with life and COVID. I have no control over that. You know what I mean? Um, understanding people's toxicity, pulling you in. Like I, I was telling co-host, um, I could be having toxicity going on with me. And then I could call her or whatever and dump it on her. That's a toxic friendship, in my opinion. Because I need to figure out where she's at first. Yo, you good? You how's how's your day going? Because it's like that energy vampire. I'm coming to her, stealing her energy, dumping my toxicity on her instead of asking her, like, can are you able to listen to this? You know, and I think that a lot of times, definitely in friendships, we don't we don't ask how the other person is doing before we dump our stuff. That's just, you know, a little short version of my understanding of toxic friendships and some of the things that I've done. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I will say this. Um, I think that you also have to stand up for yourself. Um, I, I think that self-care is def- definitely combats um, toxic relationships, friendships, etc. So that being said, um, you know, sometimes you have to stop people and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't have the bandwidth (laughs) right now. I have, you know, I have something else going on in my life that I'm dealing with right now. So right now I can't be there for you, friend, because I got to take care of me. That's like when you're on the airplane and they tell you to grab your oxygen mask first because you are you are not a help to anyone else. Until you take care of yourself. Did you say bandwidth? Yes, the bandwidth, right. I don't have, you may not have the bandwidth to deal with someone else's issue, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, um, I don't know if you wanted to go or not, um, up top, but just had some of my, there's so many variations, so many variations of it when you're talking about particularly the friendship part and the fam the part with family because i i had an interesting situation when i was younger and i was living um in my grandmother's house it was like it's one of those houses where it's like six seven eight people living together under one roof and i was going to college you know had no money couldn't really move out on my own so i lived in the basement of my grandmother's house through all the years that i was in school you know, and I always had the nicest stuff. I had the nicest clothes. I had the video games. I had little trinkets and jewelry and expensive glasses. And, you know, like, so I had cousins, you know what I'm saying, who wanted to be like me and, and stuff like that. So, but I could never protect my belongings, which that's my fault to even have that much stuff around with no way to protect it from being tinkered with, stolen people picking it up trying to say all it and then you ain't got no camera so you know who's doing it but you because you can't prove it you can't approach nobody 
you know, to say, yo, give me my shit back. If, if you know they took it, but they're like, well, I didn't take it. And right. you can't prove that they didn't. So now it's just, you got to eat that. Living right. in the same house yeah. and somebody stealing from you. But now they're adults. These, this is when they were teenagers and I was a young man. And now they're adults. So never ever apologize for this stuff from years ago. Like, and it's funny because Thanksgiving coming up, so you will be around a lot of these same kind of characters. You know what I'm saying? And they think, oh, because time went by or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They just, you know, like, I get hit up on Messenger by uh, my cousin. I remember one time I had to rag her up real bad in front of her daughter. It's something I felt really bad about. Because at the time, she was a baby. And she was terrified of me for years because of how I ragged her mother up for stealing from me. And then trying to, like, talk slick, like, when I approached her about it. So she hits me up on Messenger. It was like a week ago. The message is, L, do you think I could uh, have, I could borrow some money? We don't talk. <laughs> we, we don't talk. How do you, like, the last time, my last real encounters with you, was you stealing from me? And you pop up on message, and I, I guess she thought better of it, or I guess she thought that maybe he didn't see the message come through on on the Facebook Messenger, so she deleted the message and then changed the message to something else. But she ain't I already saw the message. I just hadn't responded to it yet. And then she changed the message to, "Oh, L, you know I love you." That's the kind. That's the family. That's when. So when Q brought that up, that's the first thing because this happened like two, three days ago. And I'm like, it's a perfect example. My family is the perfect example of niggerdom, like operating <laughs> at, a, at a maximum type level where you can steal from somebody, look them in their face, shake their hand and say, hey, how you doing, man? Can I please have some more type? You know, it's like, like so my family is, man. And then I know I got to be around certain family members that I do want to see. You got to be around the rest that you don't. <laughs> I don't like, so yeah, so give thanks for that. <laughs> so that's one thing about it but the other thing is this reciprocity it's like what you were saying don't come dumping on me man you know what I'm saying especially if you, I never hear about you when it's time for you to be that you know that comforting source that I need man. I can never rely on you in that regard but it's like I always gotta you know be the one to, to be somebody's wise counsel and it's, it's almost like the it's almost like sometimes when people people view you as a strong person, they think you don't need those things, not understanding that those things are what allow you to be strong for others. Absolutely. So just because you yes. think I'm strong doesn't mean I don't need it from you. Right. The way you expect me to give it to you. Right. You know. And the strong yeah. people need somebody to lean on. Also, not to mention the fact that if no one's pouring into you and you're constantly pouring out you're going to eventually be empty. Exactly. Can't pour, can't pour from a... From an empty cup. Empty cup. Absolutely. Right. Right. I know that's right. Lord Atterbury, you're kind of quiet up there. Right. I was just listening in, man. I mean, I got a story for days, but relationship-wise, <clears throat> you know, I put myself in the situation and I should have knew better myself. You know what I mean? But... The flags was there, but you know, I just rocked and everything. And then when, like you said, um, Q, you know what I'm saying? You became collateral damage. Whatever homegirl had rocking with her family and other people, 
I just started to become aware of it. But then I wound up getting smacked in the middle of it. And it was hard to get that maneuver out of that situation. You know, she calling, texting. I'm not answering. Getting on nasty, foul. It just left like a bad taste in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? Then slid away from that. She's still trying to exist. Then the family, they all toxic. Feeding into everything. And I was glad when that situation smoothed over. Because it was like a headache and a half. You know what I mean? And we like miles away when I, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like damn, I dodged the bullet on that one because uh, it was crazy. Now, on the friendship level, you know, you got a multitude of friends out here. But lucky for me, I mean, myself, that's why I'm glad I learned meditation on it because I feel vibes off people real quick. And people are like, yo, you know, you still cool. You ain't got a problem with that dude. I'm like, I don't like dude. I, I never rocks with you. You know what I'm saying? And thanks to social media, you see everything with people. So that's another thing. You be like, yo, I ain't messing with that cat. You know what I mean? I ain't messing with that chick. You know what I mean? They up to no good. You know what I'm saying? When do you grow up? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm 51. They the same age as me. You still doing the same childish shit? Getting this shit? Fighting, brawling, banging, arguing, all that other type shit? Being all drunk and shit like that? That's toxic shit. So I clear myself away from that. You know what I'm saying? I do the loner thing. What I'm, I'm going to ask you. I'm gonna ask you. Because you was done? I apologize for no, that. Sorry. Apologize. But look, I was thinking, right, when, when Elliot was talking, like, you know how you be, um, you know how the young kids nowadays call people ops, right? But you, <laughs> you be in a situation, right? And a person really won't use you at to they'll, they'll they do it subtle. It's like a, a, a passive aggressive, they use you to bust your gun, but they don't really want you to be direct with it. They'll dump on you. They'll tell you a situation that you know who the third party is, right? And then, and then you're like, well, you want me to deal with it? No, no, no. Well, what the fuck you tell me for? Like, what you tell me for? You know that I'm going to try to bring what, what I would say is reconciliation. I'm going to try to resolve the issue that you and that person got going on. But now you're trying to use me in a subtle way to take a side. No, I'm not taking a side. So I was thinking about a couple of my friends that I grew up who I call brothers, right? We don't got to talk. We don't got to text. We don't even got to see each other for months. And it's like the code. He know. I know what a couple of them think. I know if I hear something about them, oh, they did it. They didn't do it. I don't even got a call. Like what I had one situation where one of my bros was did something. I called, we just started laughing on the phone. He's like, Why are you calling me? I'm like, because I know you did it. <laughs> so I say that to say, like, even even in that, like, yo, with the with the friendships, like people, people just be having so much stuff going on. And and, and, I, and I've had a lot of stuff going on, and I'm I've learned not to dump my toxicity or certain situations that I be in on other people, and even that even sometimes people will be like, for example, I had an interesting week, and I called my my peoples right, and I started dumping on them, so then he started dumping on me, and I'm like, damn, I don't even know if I should have called you, yo, you going through something worse than me? I'm mm-hmm. telling him about somebody that broken my work truck, and I got situations going on. And he like he start telling me like, nah, let me tell you. So, you know, and it's in. I believe the toxicity aspect really comes in. 
when you don't care, when you don't have no regard for what the other person may or may not, may not have going on, and you just so self-absorbed with your shit that it's more like, my baggage is more important than what you got going. Elliot, I don't care about your rent. I don't care about your mortgage. I only care that you lend me some money so I can pay mine. Yeah. And, a, right. and, a, and a cat yeah. will be adamant with that type of stuff. And that's yeah. just an example. I, and I don't know why I picked you, Elliot. I just, you had, no, you, no, know, I, you, you know. I totally understand. I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's right. the desperation uh, factor, man. It's, it's yeah. a lot of people are living in quiet desperation. Mm. And the quiet part of the desperation is what makes it dangerous because. When people look, a lot of people, they put on airs, you know, so they can seem strong, but they're really in a, a broken, messed up situation. A lot of people are, but they don't want it to look like that to others. So they, so they'll pull it. Like you ever had somebody that, that they came, you know, they came to you for help. And it's not that you want them to broadcast it to the world, but they, they'll come to you for help. But then play it off like they ain't never get the help, or play it off like you know, like true when they're talking, they're like they they like they refuse to admit, you know, or, or refuse to say, "Yo, I, this is why I got this help from." Thank you to this person when I was there. It's like there's nothing wrong with that, but people make you feel like you know you're weak because you needed it. So that that's why it's the quiet desperation, and that's why it's put the pulling you to the side. And then not wanting to give you that love and, and credit for having given if you decide to. Right. You know, and a lot of people live with that and live in that every single day. And we become the casualties, the ones that have our stuff together, right. become the casualties of that. And the ones that they always feel, well, you know what, the next time that happens to me, I know why I can go again. And if you don't stop it, that's why I said you you can become an active participant in how you're treated and how you're treated. Absolutely. All taken. You got to stop. All no. taken, no give. So I just want to give a, um, I'd like to give a list of signs of toxic relationships and toxic friendships. Um, so let me go through the list. But guys, pick out certain things that you would, certain topics that you'd like to talk about that you can, you know, expand on. So, okay. So control, someone who's very controlling. Um, someone who, um, all taken, no give, you feel drained. Woo. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> you make excuses for their behavior. There's hostility. There's dishonesty. There's disrespect. Oh, that's a big one for me right there, baby. <laughs> Dependence, intimidation, physical violence, sexual violence, toxic communication that's another big one envy or jealousy resentment patterns of disrespect because it may not just be one instance um negative financial behaviors <coughs> constant stress ignoring your needs lost relationships so when you're dealing with a partner sometimes that that relationship can, or or even family members or even friends dealing with that relationship can be so overwhelming 
that it takes up so much of your time that you don't have time left for yourself or anyone else. Um, lack of self-care, hoping for change, but no actions to back up those hopes. Walking on eggshells. That's another big one. Lack of oh. accountability. Woo! Chronic stress, anxiety, and doubt. Name calling and put down. Gaslighting. Woo! That's another one. <laughs> um, diminished self-worth. And your needs are not being met. Mm. All right. That's the list. Who wants to double back? Who wants to spin the block and talk about a couple of these? That seemed like a whole book. <laughs> a pamphlet. Yeah, that's yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll jump into that real quick. Mm-hmm. Communication, lack of respect, and some of the other ones in there. I feel what I learned from past relationships is people carry people carry those bad things from the past. I don't care how they walk around like they uppity or whatever or this, that. They put on a facade. They still hold the past in their memories and they bring it as luggage into the relationship. All it takes for somebody to have that certain key to open that door. It might not have been you as a significant other, but other people, family, friends, or whatever. And then that causes a whole messy situation. No matter how it get cleaned up or whatever, you still gonna have those issues. You know what I'm saying? The miscommunication, the disrespect, you know? And like you said, walk on eggshells. You're like, damn, walk past this person now you want to talk shit. It's like, what's wrong with you? You need some help, counseling, therapy. But you don't want to say those words because then that can instigate a whole different situation. You know, right. so respect but, comes first with me. You know what I mean? But then again, so remember, at the beginning of this conversation, I also said that it takes a second party to participate yeah. in this toxic behavior. Exactly. So, when I, right. I learned... I used to entertain it by speaking back. It don't matter if you speak nicely or unkindly. The person will take it where they want to take it. Right. And then I've been in that situation where I ain't say shit. Then it still initiated something. It's still toxic. Right. I said it's still toxic. Exactly. When I expects a certain reaction. Right. It's like, oh, you can't talk? Right. I'm like, talk about what? You know what I mean? (laughs) And, you know, it's like, calling name calling and stuff i had to sometimes leave out and just go out and chill for a little bit but you know like i said i learned later on it wasn't my problem the one with the problem it's that person but when you stick around and when i you know what i'm saying but that's why i'm glad i became huh you're just as guilty because you're willing yeah, exactly when i exactly so that's why i'm kind of like skeptical with people you know i read their vibes and everything and just be like yo i don't know about you yo <laughs> I mean, but that's life. We living in dog days right now. So, right. Yeah, I think I think the the phrase that runs through my mind when dealing with toxic people is "Do not engage. Do not engage." <laughs> because somebody can actually ab- absolutely bring you out of your character, and that's not cool either. I don't like to be around people who who trigger me or who make me feel like I want to completely lose it on you. One of the um, one of the key things that you said, melodic, was um, lack of accountability. And for me, for me, in personal and business relationships, 
I literally have to tell people, listen, listen. I believe that every human being has insecurities, but your insecurity is not my problem. I say that to say, and I don't say it to sound, and I know it could seem a little harsh or not caring, but I say that because I believe that a lot of times we tend to push our insecurities off on others, definitely when it comes to relationships. So when you, when you know you have that insecurity, that leads to that telltale one, the lack of accountability. So now you're putting that off on the relationship or the friendship, which, which is a major problem for me. Um, I remember one instance, you know, I I was trying to practice a little chivalry and I got to grab the bags out the car and I'm thinking I'm being this nice gentleman. And the, the this particular female wasn't used to it. And we got into a big argument over it. I'm like, what you she's like, I'm not used to nobody helping me with all the bags. And I'm like, uh, okay, you're not used to it. I'm here. Like, I'm supposed to do it. Um and then it, and it led to a blow up, and I had to tell, like, look, I get it, I get it. And then I used to always say to her, like, yo, you you got insecurities with issues, and you're allowing them to affect me. You you like, and and I hate to sound like I said before, I hate to come off as arrogant, but your insecurities is not my problem. That's true. And that actually led to me and her going our separate ways because. Her insecurities, as valid as they were, and as understanding I was, they affected me so much that it was no relationship. It was just toxicity everywhere. It was all over the place. It just was like a a canister. Like all you need is a wick, and it's just gonna blow up. And 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 that's what happens because the toxicity spreads around you, and eventually it could be. Like I said, over a bag. One particular day was over a soda. One particular day, and you know, we're in the age of social media. Now people look at your social media and, oh, well, why that person like your post? Or why that person comment? Why that person put the, why that person put the heart emoji? So <laughs> I'm going to be straight up. I got to the place like, look, don't get involved with my shit. And I mean that with everybody. Like, because at the end of the day, I'm I don't have certain my insecurities I believe don't affect other people. I believe they're more personal. So when your insecurities and lack of accountability starts affecting me, uh, I can't deal. And that even goes back to that toxic friendship I was telling y'all about. That's some other stuff that had nothing to do with me. Well, we need to double back to a show that we already did, Q Boundaries. Well, I'm glad that you brought that. I'm glad. If somebody's a habitual line stepper, like no, we can't be friends. I'm sorry. I'm glad that you brought that up because yes, our boundaries. How about yes? That was the first show we ever (laughs) did. (laughs) But even even in that, like you know, uh, melodic. I'm glad you brought that up. Like even in that, like I believe now. Sometimes you got to re- reassess those boundaries and reestablish them. Like, yo, like, yo, you know, the last six months we've been having certain situations in our friendship going. Is hold up, we need to reestablish. 
We need right. to reestablish these boundaries. Even even in a relationship, like you, you know, somebody may be like, you know, I need to know what, what you got in the bank. If y'all got a joint account, if y'all don't got a joint account, I need to know some financial stuff. You may have, you you know listen, these are things to me that are important. Um for some people, they're they're private. They don't feel like they want to tell the person they're in the relationship with certain things. And and I get it. But going forward, you may need to have that conversation. Like, look, we need we need to discuss this because, like, melodic brought up the, the show we did, which was our first and I believe a great show. If these boundaries aren't established, it's going to be problems. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what? My thing is like, first and foremost, I'm like, do not engage. Hold <laughs> it. Please stand by. Let me process. <laughs> And, I, and then I'll get back to you. No, seriously, because think about it. Sometimes when you react, when you when you react, sometimes you act negatively because you may feel offended or or you know what have you. My thing is, give me a minute. Let me process this. I, I need a minute because I I really need to think about what happened, how I'm going to deal with it, what what I deducted from this situation or whatever. And then, and then I'm gonna get back to you, and we're gonna handle it like like adults, because I'm always gonna come come at you with respect, because I need you to come at me with respect, because I don't I don't I don't do disrespect. I don't Yo, do I totally I totally feel that melodic, and, and I've just been listening, and like, but what you said about like not engaging, I always used to say, I try not to waste nobody's time. Because I don't know how much time they have. There you go. But you also have to keep that in mind in regards to your own time. Right. When you start to see that conversations are not like if somebody is you're, in, you're interacting with somebody and you're trying to get them to understand where you're coming from, and they're not cutting you off, they're absorbing entirely what you're saying to them, mm -hmm. then it's a it's a fruitful exchange right. of information. Because Elliot, people, I'm a, I'm a wait. So you can talk, so I can get mine in. Then it's not; it's, it's pointless at that point because they don't hear you're you. You're wasting your own time. People be Elliot. People be saying to me because I I moved away from a majority of family and friends. People be like, "Yo, when you coming to see me?" I be wanting to tell them like, "When you coming to see me?" Like I, I yeah, really like, sometimes I get offended <laughs> with that stuff. Like I mean, I'm I'm a very I call myself no, a private person. They know they don't friend. reach out to you. They yeah. know they don't reach. I'll be I like, yo, when you gonna come oh, see me? Like... Yeah, you, that's facts, though. I can only said. give what I was I, I, like. When you talk, like, is this a real conversation we're having? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the egg, the thing about eggshells and walking on eggshells, and it's 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 become like a pandemic. It's almost like COVID. It's a pandemic of the only way that you can have goodwill. Is by being dishonest. That's a world problem. Mm. That's an American problem, and it's a trick. The trickle down effect of that, you know, is what is destroying a lot of our families. It's destroying our relationships because there's nothing good can come from a situation where you have to lie to make it work. But, and, and it's like what you said, Q. You're like, well, I, I try not to be harsh sometimes it's the harshness if if you if you're with somebody 
and you see them destroying themselves and you or you see them lazy and they come to you and they wonder why they're not successful why they don't have more why they why they're at this station in life and it seems like they ain't got no they ain't no better than they were three four years ago and you start to watch their movements because you now you didn't been with them for three four five years you watch their movements you watch their habits they come to you and they ask the question well what do you think you already know that they, you know, that they're ready to, to, to blow up if you say the wrong shit that makes them feel bad about themselves. Facts. So you lie. <laughs> you water it down. Yo, you, and put I had, the, you put the Pepsi in the Jack Daniels. Elliot, I had that when situation. When they really need the full cup of the straight Jack Daniels. I, I Elliot, I had the situ- I had a situation last week, right? Thanks. I already knew going in. I was having, uh, Elliot, I already knew last week the end of last week, I was having a rough week. So I was trying to avoid certain situations. And this one thing triggered me. So then, mm-hmm. I said what I said, right? And I know how I said it. I said it to talk slick. Mm-hmm. And then the response I got was matching my energy now. Right. Okay. Okay. You're about the bullshit and I'm, I'm on my shit right now. So you know what I did? I threw more chips in the middle of the fucking table. <laughs> so then I went into my fu bag after the, after the, after their response was the response, and I did that because to me, I had been doing the passive aggressiveness, the lower the lower in the wing of humility, like because I felt as though the kindness was being taken advantage of. Because sometimes when you have a laid back personality, sometimes people will take advantage of that. And I I knew it was getting toxic, not with this person direct, but with certain situations that's, that revolves around it. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with y'all, y'all three. I deal with poets all day. Not every day, but I deal with poets enough that I know the personality of the poet outside of you guys as individuals. And I matched the energy that I was getting from this particular poet with the energy that they was given. And I felt perfectly fine afterwards. (laughs) I mean, I I told Melodic about it. I told King, I perfectly fine. Because at the end of the day, that, that wing of humility, that wing of trying to understand instead of being understood was not given to me because at the end of the day you knew in the middle of this chat that I wasn't the poet so if I wasn't a poet even if you didn't remember who I was you should have been trying to figure out who the hell I was well and I feel like first of all you're dealing with poets in general poets are very emotional (laughs) (laughs) And, they are very emotional. They are very expressive and subliminal. And, 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 well, mm, well, yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah they like, are. Um, <laughs> they're very subjective. Yeah, so, that's right, right. They're very subjective. When, let's be honest, all three of us are poets, right? And um, we take our pieces very seriously, you know. Um, and even if we're not writing pieces for ourselves, I, I, I'd like to think that most of us are empaths. So we, we take on a situation 
and you know you you sit there and you you, you observe it and and you know you you can take on that person's feelings and and write something really really dope so sometimes when you're dealing with people you have to you know it's like you have to compartmentalize and say okay well you know what hold on this is this is what this is let's deal with the facts these are the facts one two three and if the facts are not adding up then it's an issue but if the facts are adding up like how are you even taking it personally like cut it out it's and, not and melodic, melodic that that's the crazy part right is that elliot could understand this i was watching the game last week and i wasn't happy <laughs> about that and after I did what I did, Elliot, this is the crazy part. I told mm-hmm. Melodic and Kay, and neither one of them said I was wrong. So you know I felt really good after that. <laughs> if if either one of them would be like, well, you know, you yeah. was a little harsh. Neither one of them said I was wrong, yeah. so I felt good. I mean, King King seen it, and he seen where it was going. And then we was on the phone, and I'm and I'm telling him like I'm watching the game. I'm like, cuz I'll call you back, yo. Uh, I'm trying to watch the game, but I'm mad because I see what's going on. And you know, but business but, uh, is business. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it was just a, uh, like I said, sometimes we be having so much, and like, and maybe I was bringing some toxicity to that situation. I don't know. No. Oh, you were being no. toxic, you? Not you? Uh uh-uh. uh. Look, I read between the lines of the whole thing. I read the whole joint, and that's why I went to go talk to about the situation on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think you were more mad at than I was. Yeah, because I I don't like when people play dumb. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to smooth things out, saying, well, maybe they didn't understand. They should have went back up in the thread. And it was like, no, I know. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I said, you're not looking at the principal fact. You said what you said, but then they didn't go back, and they're trying to blame Q for this, that, and the other. I'm like, you're defending this person or not? And they, I said, I'm not kissing nobody's behind. The person that, was wrong. At that, at that point, <laughs> at that point, I take all the blame, and it was more of f you. What you gonna do about it, punk? <laughs> but anyway. Well, the um, thing is, the, per- the person always has the choice not, not to engage. And that, and, and melodic. That's, I guess, I guess melodic. Um, in your expertise, you're giving, <laughs> uh, you're giving a. Uh, not saying you're an expert on toxicity, you know, but you're giving us a, you're giving a, a cure. You're giving us a quick cure for when we're in those type of situations, and that's a good thing because a lot of times, definitely when we are coming from certain backgrounds we're so used to engaging that that's the only thing that we know right and as we mature and get older you know elliot is uh he's already trying to talk himself out of engaging on thursday but he's trying to figure out how he's gonna get around it It, it's really just and i'm talking about relationships now but you can really drag you can push it to friendships too Situations in which you, in which you understand, like the person's allowing you to be able to be real with them about the ugly shit. See, when people, when it's time to receive compliments and, oh, you're so beautiful or you did a great job, you can be as honest as you want to be. But what is about when it's when the house is a wreck and your cleaning habits is fucked up, or your money habits is fucked up, and and I'm and I'm with you. 
you know what I'm saying? And to be a good partner. Church. You know what I'm saying? To be a good partner and for us to survive and for this thing to be optimal, us be optimal as a unit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's things that I have to be able to be coachable about as well. Right. None of us, I think, you know, like at the end of the day, we all have to look at ourselves as an unfinished product and our our um, connections, the people we meet, you know, everything can't be defensive. Right. We live in a society now where we we can't accept, you know, somebody saying, well, listen, well, here's another, you know, here's something you may have not considered. Right. Here's, here's something when you look in your mirror, you may not see, but I can see it from a distance. And if you would allow me to, you know, I'll give you my perspective on it. But don't, but don't hate me for it after. Well, well, don't change okay. up on me after. For, I'm, for I'm being honest to... with you. Okay. I'm going, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this though. So this was another show that we had in the past. And my thing is, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Because my thing <laughs> is, communication plays a big part in toxic relationships, people, relationships, friendships, etc. And my thing is, of course, you want to be honest with everybody, but again, don't never lose the res- never lose the respect. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, um, tax, tax is, is, is right, 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 right. The funny thing is, I'm, I'm going to give you an example. So, um, uh, one of my best friends had a 25 year relationship with her husband, right? And I absolutely always use them as as an example of just a, a, a dope way of dealing with, you know, things that you don't like where you need to tell your partner, you know, something and let them know that you don't like it. And he would never say, like, put it like this. If she had on a pair of sneakers, right, that he didn't like, mm-hmm. he might be like, oh, where'd you get those from? And she's like, oh, I bought them at such and such and such or whatever they had to say on. He's like, okay. And she's like, why? You don't like them? And he's like, no, they're cool. They're cool. They're cool. They're cool. You know, if you like them, they go with your, you know, go with your outfit. He would like, you know, pick out something positive about it. You know, be like, you know, they go with your outfit. I see you trying to match up the bag with the shoes or whatever. But then he would turn around and say, um, um, we're going to go sneaker shopping this weekend, babe. <laughs> now, now I got a question. I right. If she, if she knew, hey, well, he doesn't like the sneakers or whatever. So, you know, all right, you know what? Cool. It's, you know, it's whatever. But it was, it was the way he relayed the message. Well, all right. How do you distinguish between that and walking on eggshells? Um, because I don't, I don't think it was, it was a clip where anyone was walking on eggshells. I mean, he didn't necessarily have to like it, you know, like the shoes or whatever, but you know, and he, he, I guess he didn't outright want to come out and hurt her feelings, but she was, she got the message. You understand what I'm saying? Like, the, I don't like those, those are, you know, those are ugly or whatever, or, you know, what have you, but I don't, I don't think there was but some people I'm, I, I'm just, I'm asking because some people would say, the fact that he had to carefully, you know, pick pick his words and strategically place them <laughs> is like could be considered to be walking I, I, I on don't, I, don't, I don't think that he Sound carefully like his, no no I don't think that he carefully picked his words. I think that that's just the person that he is. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He but, he but, never said said or did things ma- maliciously. 
to okay. in, in, in any instance, whether it was with their relationship or whether it was with dealing with other people. No, that's cool. I'm just like, you know, I'm just playing devil's advocate, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I was, you know, wondering about the depth, like, how do you define it? When does it teeter over into that? You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff right. like that. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Absolutely. So, here's, okay, so here are a few pointers on, well, first of all, does anyone else want to go back to the list and pick any of the points off of the list? Uh, we, we, we seeking help now. No. <laughs> seeking wise counsel. Yeah, we need we need some we need some th- some pointers here now. Yeah, okay. Wise counsel no. from, from <laughs> Hilarious. Sometimes that things may <laughs> may be able to change. Um, because you can actually, I, I guess, uh, a, a question that arises is. Is it possible to fix a toxic relationship? And that's the thing, because just because the situation may be toxic, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's abusive. It may not you I'm, may not have crossed over into that realm of abuse. Can I so, respond to that point? Uh-huh. I don't think that the relationship or friendship is toxic, so to say. I don't know. I don't I'm not trying to play word games. I think it just has toxicity around it. So I think anything could be fixed right. in that instance um, through through proper communication, respect, understanding to try to get to get to, to get to the bottom of the toxicity. Like, you know, why do you react this way when I question you about this? Because that's really what it is. The toxicity sometimes be a reaction off of a situation that happens, um, whether it's a relationship or a friendship. Right. So I don't think it's like all bad like you you know how a lot of times you know you see the celebrities and they be crazy in love us on the outside nine out of ten when they're in the news it's because a situation that happened now looks toxic but then when they're in the news for the good thing you see them all lovey-dovey hugged up kissing i think that's a good thing but i think that sometimes it just be so volatile like it's like mixing alcohol and milk when something happens and it just be like triggering it's like boom oh they go from zero zero to 60 and it's like combative she done beat them up scratched them all in the face and slash it guys nowadays be keying cars so he done keyed her car <laughs> so I, I think it's more of no thank you <laughs> oh, man. Me with that. Okay. I think it, I think it's, it's actually more of understanding the understanding the toxicity level right. of yourself of others and like you always hear some people say not that they don't have deal breakers in a relationship well if he do this I'm gonna do this it's a reaction to an action, and it's always got to go postal. Like, yeah. why you got to handle it like that? Why you got to, as we would say, why you got to be an end? Just be a mature adult. A situation come. Women expect men to be mature, handle it, don't act like babies. And a man, when he confronts a woman, he expects the same. I just think that sometimes people just go go ham for no reason. But you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? The key word you used there was maturity. 
And the thing is, every, it's mandatory that everybody gets older, but it is not mandatory that everyone matures. And that's the thing. So you have a lot of these like man children and, and, and women children going around and you know, you may be in your 40s, 30s, 40s or 50s, some even 60s, you know what I mean? And you expect this person to have, you know, wisdom, one, and to have experienced certain things in life so that, you know, they, they can, you know, manage themselves in a mature way. And they don't like sometimes, like seriously, like you have like 40 and 50 year old like kids. And it's just like, are you kidding me? Did you just say that? You're, make, you're making me laugh. You're making me laugh because every time I'm in the car with somebody and they have road rage, I just look at them like, you all right? Like, I, because I be tripping when a person got road rage because I always think it's going to end bad. A road rage situation. I never think because I don't think it could ever end a different way because you don't know what that person got going on that you're doing it to. So whenever I see it, I always be like, I literally look to the side and be like, you know, you can let me off right here because right. you know. Like I don't want no part of it. One thing that, I, that I've always taught myself is and I actually had the kind of having the same conversation literally like two or three days ago. What someone is or isn't is never as important as why. Mm. So I had to like even in it started from a post I put up that somebody well, I was talking really about like when a man you know would call a woman oh she's a hoe that that's that's the easy part. It's the easy part to say, oh, she's a hoe. Or like when women in the 80s were on crack. It's like nobody else, oh, she's just a crackhead. They never wanted to know anything else about how she got to that point, why she got to that point, the environment, the home environment, the childhood growing up, the sexual molestation, the sexual overstimulation. Nobody wants to know that. But they want to apply the label. And that's lazy. So I had to check myself on just jumping to a conclusion about why people are the way that they are. You just have to say, all right, well, I have to decide to try to help them and try to, you know, coach them and, and be a, a supportive rock. If there's somebody that I'm close to that's struggling with that, I've been in relationships with people who struggle with that. And I had to make a decision for the sake of that relationship or if I wanted to keep it or not whether I wanted to go on that journey with them into the dark recesses of why they came to be. And that's something that not all of us want to do. We want to like attack and attach labels, women attach labels to men, men attach labels to women without doing research. And that's faulty. And that's why a lot of hatred exists between all of us. It's like, who the hell you get? Who the hell are you to tell me I'm a hoe? Yeah, I know I'm sleeping around with five or six men. I also got abused by my uncle when I was eight. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And we got to be better with that. Absolutely. True, true indeed, yo. Absolutely. That's a great point. Yeah. So, Melodic, I had, I had kind of cut you off when you were trying to give <laughs> us um, some ways to combat that. Oh, okay. Yes, so yes, yes, before yes. you before you Before you go into that, we're going to take a, a momentary break from one of our lovely sponsors. Melodic Celebrations, specializing in event decorations. 
Call us today for a quote so we can make your next event beautiful. And that is our lovely co-host. Um, she has a catering business. Not a, uh, just call Melodic Celebrations. The, the business continues to expand daily. So... Um, <laughs> Uh, it it deals with catering setups and and so forth. Um, make sure you for those the those are people that usually watch the playback. Make sure you call her um, for any no job is too big or too small, and uh, melodic. Uh, you may proceed. No, oh, thank you. Bless your heart, as my grandmother would say. All right, so, uh, <laughs> here are some signs that things may be able to change. So if the individuals, both of the individuals are willing to work towards fixing the toxic situation, um, that's whether it's relate, uh, whether it's like a romantic relationship or friendship or even um, a family situation. Um, responsibility, responsibility. Everyone has to accept responsibility. You can't just have one party willing to work on it because that's never going to work. Um, willing to invest time to correct the behavior and understanding that there is behavior that needs to be addressed and corrected. Um, shifting from blaming to understanding. That's a huge thing. That, that definitely has a lot to do with maturity. Because some people really go through life and feel like they don't do anything wrong, and that's crazy. Like you're 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 living in denial, um, and seeking outside help to try to circumvent the toxic behavior and the toxic relationship. Whether you go for individual counseling or even couples counseling, it it, it works. Um, repairing a, a toxic relationship takes time patience, diligence, you have to be accountable, and you have to practice healthy communication. That's one of the major points. Healthy communication. Because I have witnessed like unbelievable behavior by people and just conversations. Like, have you have you ever like seriously have you ever seen like a, a toxic situation was it was like I said a friendship or whatever and they're just talking crazy to one another I've seen yeah. I've seen the communication be so out of whack that it, it is bigger than the issue right the issue I, I've seen a situation where somebody didn't hold the door open for somebody and it, it blew up to something it blew up to he was packing his shit to leave so I said, "Yo, why are you leaving? What happened? What what did all this start over?" Oh, I I didn't hold the door open. What? <laughs> like, yeah, like I said, it was the feel to it was the wick. Everything was combustion, and it just was like the one that just just went haywire. And it's mm. it's, it's crazy. Mm. It, it like you said, melodic the communication. Mm. Sometimes people think that they're talking to. an animal that you can't hear because even if you treat an animal the way that some people treat another human being it would be considered abuse of an animal and that's that's the distinguishing element of, of what love is you know like if somebody's saying they love me there's certain things that you just can't do there's certain things 
in situations that you just can't subject me to. And that's the hard truth. That even after 10 years of dating or five years of dating, 10 years of marriage or whatever, if somebody can talk to you like that, right? I don't care how long y'all been together, known each other, then the hard truth is, is that your love may not be stronger than their need, than, than whatever it is that's consuming them and being able to put them in a position to have you out here looking like that or feeling like that. Right. And that and, person doesn't respect you. That yeah, person doesn't respect, respect you. you. Hello. You can't. And like I said, we live in a time where everything is fast. Everything is instant gratification. Fast food, fast sex, everything fast. You know what I'm saying? And everything, and when something is fast, is normally impatience nestled within that. When something is fast, impatience. Patience is the overarching thing that's going to like, going to be able to quell all of that toxicity. Absolutely. Just having a level of patience in how you deal with yourself and how you deal with others. Like when I'm on the highway and somebody cuts me off now and I see them speeding through the lanes or whatever, my first thought, like, what an asshole. What a, but then my next thought is, well, they might have just got some news that their family member died. Agreed. You never know. I'll be like that myself when I, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, I'll be feeling like they're real crazy. I'm like, go ahead. You know what I mean? I slow down. But, but you'll be amazed how many things. You know, you'll be amazed. They probably got a call at their school that their kid got yeah. hurt. It be, and we never, and our first thought is to th is to run to something negative in regards to why they just. It, did go, it goes back to what you said. <laughs> like you, you never know what else somebody else got going on. Yeah, yeah. and you know, and Elliot made a very interesting reference about you know, love, and that that falls into our last show, the love language, um, with, with that communication and, and and really being able, most people have bad con conflict resolution skills. Absolutely. Um, they only know how to go to zero to 60 very quickly. That, that's all I know. And, it's, and, that, and that is even understandable if that's not going to put you and the person you're dealing with in harm's way. But we've seen where it usually does put themselves and others in harm's way when they just go off the handle. Uh, I know I have been personally in situations when you're so laid back that when someone else has that energy, that when they see you're laid back, they don't even know how to react because right. they expected a response that you didn't give them. Right. And then they're stuck because they might have went too far. There you go. Q, it's like it's like Ooh, you're in a garden. it's like if it's like if you have a garden, right? <laughs> and you go out in your garden and do some work in the garden. It ain't enough just to to to, to snip the little weeds from the top of the soil. That's not enough. It's not enough. You have to dig the root up out the soil. There you go. And create a healthy environment for fully functioning growth and development in your garden. That's how you get that green. We cut down. the we cut the stuff off the top of the soil so it don't look so that it looks pretty. But we don't right. do nothing about the root. Not real no the, the root root is is bad. The, is. the root is bad. Right. Right. The root is what the problem is. But that also goes back to what you said. Everything is fast. Everything is microwave. So my thing is, if somebody's not willing to put in that work and do the work that needs to be done, one, to heal whatever needs to be healed, then 
you're always going to have that problem. You can jump from friendship to friendship. You can jump from relationship to relationship. It's not going to fix itself until you actually, like you said, dig in and dig down into those roots and pull them up and take care of what needs to be taken care of. And my thing is, if you notice that you're the common denominator in a lot of situations, do that, do that reflection, do that, that self-reflection and, 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 and fix yourself. I had to learn how to stop being, even the thing about with, with men and relationships and things like that is that we got to understand that even when we get violated, we still have to, we, we can't go off. You can come home and see your wife butt naked in the bed with another man. And if you and if you do something about that, you harm her or harm him or harm them both, guess what? You still lose. The, the reason why you did it don't even matter anymore. It don't matter. <laughs> and I've been through that personally. Well, temporary insanity, that is, that, 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 that's a plea. Well, depends upon what state you're in. That's a play. Well, well, no, 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 well, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Insanity, you're not, you're not sane. You, it, it, it's, it's an acute reaction. Mm. So you're not sane, and you can actually that, that's actually a, that, that's a plea. That, that, that's a defense. I ain't trying to count them odds. <laughs> like, bro, I'd rather just turn back around. You know what I mean? Hello, cut your losses. Cut your losses. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Cut your losses. No, thank you. Like you, you not, not the type of person I want. I want to be involved yeah, with. I'm good. I, I've been thank in situations. Girl work. cheated. I saw all the stuff. Asked her to leave. She refused to leave. Oh, boy. Attacked me in my home. Cops came. Blood on my face. Looked at both of us because I'm the big. I'm the man. I had to go. Mm. I had to go to court. Person cheated on you. First violate disrespects you, mm. but you're the man. And she's not. Look at it. But then, but then I'm I'm gonna say this. That's also like you know just knowing you know. First of all, having the the thing is you you know you're like super respectful. That's first and foremost. I, I mean you know I know you on a personal level, so that's that's crazy. But also my my thing is like also knowing your rights because I I find that. In especially in our urban communities, even though we have certain rights, sometimes officers can take away your your you know your rights. You know, my thing is if somebody attacked you, you can you can press charges, you can write up a report, you can press charges, you can get a restraining order, and then you can you can evict that person from your house. You know what I mean? So, you know, but more often than not, when you have like an officer responding to a situation, it's not always about diffusing the situation. It's it's sometimes they're they're not more often than not they're not they're not objective. You know what I mean? They're subjective mm-hmm. and they choose a side. But a lot of times, it's always the woman's side. <clears throat> right. Well, yeah. A lot of times it is. Well, I live at it is. It's assumed that we should be the. It's, it's always assumed that. We should be the ones that's always thinking ahead, and we should be the most mature in, in high impact, high volatile situations. That's the assumption, and that, and that's that that leads to a whole other conversation about 
women having equality, if, if, you, if like if you want somebody to have equality, you gotta give them equality. They have to be held equally responsible for the things they do. The best advice. That's a whole other conversation. Right. The best advice I can give you is do not engage. <laughs> <laughs> do not engage. With, with that, you. with that, does anybody have any final thoughts? <laughs> It's the best answer we could. That's the that's the best remedy I can only think of. That Period. that is, dude, don't engage when you see don't the toxic engage. situation. Yeah. Don't engage. Absolutely. Beware of the foul air. <laughs> Absolutely. The best thing. To, to, so, in closing, I feel like the best thing to do is to identify the toxic behaviors and the patterns and move yourself away from that situation. If the person, if the other person is willing to work on themselves and you're willing to work on yourself, then maybe you can move towards some type of resolution. But if not, remove yourself from that situation. Life is short. And tomorrow is not promised. Yo, you said life is short. And I'm like, yo, life is short and life is long. It's both. You can make a mistake. You make a mistake, five second mistake and do 40 years. There you go. It's long. There you go. And nobody is worth my freedom. I'm sorry. No. That's right. With that, we're going to close another great episode of Conversations with Friends. This concludes episode four, season two. With that, everybody that watching the broadcast and the rebroadcast, make sure you check out earlier episodes because a lot of times our episodes coincide with a previous episode and the subject matter is all relevant. Have a great blessed week. Conversations with friends.